Mom and Tom. Two passionate and busy moms sharing the quest to achieve entrepreneurial success. Hi, welcome back. It's Ariella Vaccarino and Teresa Ofstad. And we are from Momentum. And we're super excited this week. We have a great guest coming on. And we're here and we're celebrating Asian American Heritage Month. And I'm so excited that we're on top of this and we're doing it. Yes. And what's so special about that, we're going to introduce you to our guest in just a moment. Um, But what's so special about that is she and I know each other from a past, uh, you know, business life that we we were in together. And Uh, She reached out to me randomly and Mm -hmm. said, hey, if you need somebody to represent Asian American, you know, Heritage Month, I'd love to share my story. And coincidentally, that is the exact date that this episode would launch. Yes, naturally. like It was meant to be. Yeah, we're so excited about it. And we're also, it it keeps us in mind that we're not just moms. We're not just people with entrepreneurs. We come with cultures and we come with religions and we come with all sorts of things that make us who we are and make us unique and diverse. And I love that as a community, mm-hmm. but we still are moms and we yes. still are mompreneurs. So we can come together and support each other, all the diversity and celebrate it. Absolutely. Diversity within cultures, diversity within businesses. We have yeah. all types of businesses we like to highlight. Love it. Um, but let's get to our guest today. Who is she? Yes. Okay. So Anna Batong and mm-hmm. I know each other when we used to work in hospitality. We both worked for Hilton. Nice. Um, we didn't work for the same location. But what happens in hospitality is there's a lot of times uh, events and opportunities to bring in clients, to highlight your your city, your hotel. And many times they'll do it together as a brand. And so we would attend these events together. And that's how we know each other. But let's get to her current job because we are so, so excited to hear what you're doing now, Anna. And I'm just really, really proud of what you've, what you've accomplished. So um, she is the founder of MC Squared Consulting LLC. Um, And this is a business that strategizes and helps uh, increase business development. Mm. Um, She's still adding in that um, that meetings and events experience that she has by helping people with virtual hybrid and in-person meetings, events, and conferences. And she does like to, uh, focus through the lens of diversity, equity, and inclusion. So, um, I, I'm really proud of what you're doing, Anna. And if you could just share with us more of what your company does. Sure, absolutely. Well, I mean, thank you both ladies for having me here and what a great way to start Asian Pacific Heritage Month, and so excited to be here with you both. Um, As Teresa said, I do all those things. Um, I really work on sales and business development, focus on um, diversity and inclusion for companies, and really how to integrate that within their companies and their culture. So not just an initiative, but honestly, how do we make this what we stand for in our DNA? Um, And then also, of course, working with meetings and events. Teresa, we never let that out of our uh, system. Once we're in hospitality, we stay hospitality strong, (laughs) right? So I am still working um, with customers in that space as well. So thank you for having me here. And where are you located? I am here in Chicago, Illinois. Oh, when Teresa and I met, I was in California at the time. We recently moved here, I'd say in 2019, Mm -hmm. right before the pandemic hit. Um, Mm -hmm. So this is now our home. All right. So we're having a different bit of weather today, I'm assuming. I mean, I know we're having a lovely day here in Southern California. How's it out there? Yeah, no need to uh, rub it in, Ariella. I love you, (laughs) but it's cold over here. I definitely miss my uh, 
ocean breezes and okay. palm trees and sunshine. When I lived in California, I would tell my boys, this is what we pay for, gentlemen. Yeah. So yes. now we're in Chicago and they get it. Yeah. Here, here in LA, it gets cold, like it's 70, 60 degrees. What's the temperature there today? It is 30 something. Oh but during feels, the day? Yes, during oh. the day. But feels a little less than that because it's windy. So it feels like 30, 30 versus 35. So yeah. definitely cold. So how old are your kids? Who do you, what kind of kids you got? So I have two boys. Mm -hmm. I have two teenage boys. One is 15. He's a sophomore in high school. Mm -hmm. And one is 13, graduating wow. from eighth grade. So two teenage boys definitely keep us busy. They're very active in sports, as you all probably know. Yes. Um, social life and everything that goes with being a teenage boy. Mm -hmm. but I love them. Yes. <laughs> As we all love our kids. Oh, for sure. For sure. You know, and, and I know that one of the things you mentioned about um, being an entrepreneur is giving you that flexibility to do it as a mom. Can you share with us a little bit more about that? Sure. So I'll go into a little bit of the story of how yeah, love to hear it. even came to be. So through the pandemic, obviously the hospitality industry was really impacted by no one traveling, no one having meetings, what was, you know, that's the bulk of what we do. And of course, with that, I was laid off from my company in June of 2020. Yeah, um, I thankfully, was laid off in April. So we, we were on the so same you know. page at that yeah. time. I know how that feels. Yes. Yeah. And, and you're right. It completely yeah. shut down. And just so you know, I, you know, I'm a voice teacher and uh, the pandemic was just the worst thing possible for voice lessons with masks and everything. So I definitely shut yeah. down myself for a while. Yeah. So, but I mean, you reinvented yourself. Yeah, I did. I did. So I was laid off in June and actually started this company in July. Mm -hmm. Thankfully, I had customers who remembered all those things that you mentioned, Teresa, that we provide for services and mm -hmm. said, you know, Anna, can you help us with this? Or you have experience with diversity. You have experience with meetings and sales. Can you help us? And I said, what am I going to do with all this? Like, I don't know what's happening. I, we just moved to Chicago. Mm -hmm. I wasn't sure what was, what was that was going to look like now that I didn't have a job. We just bought a house, all wow. the justs, right? All the things. So all of that and, happened before you started your company. So yes. you got, you, so you, you made a choice to move to Chicago, but it wasn't yes. because of work. Oh, so this is, wow. That's a lot. It's a lot at once. Yeah. A lot it of was change a lot. Well, at once. Right. Well, work was here. So our corporate headquarters is here in Chicago. Mm -hmm. So we did move for that, but once the pandemic hit, it was like, okay, so now what, right? Yeah. So thankfully I had customers reach out to me. And I remember I said, there's gotta be a way to manage this. Like, maybe I'll just start my own company. We'll see where this goes. I don't know, who knows? And- Had you um, thought about doing it before? Have you, had you ever thought? Not. Oh, you mm -hmm. hadn't? Never, wow. never have I thought of it prior to this. Mm -hmm. But with the amount of people that were coming to me for support or for services, it was the right thing to do at the time. So. I love sharing the story that, you know, so many people went through change through the pandemic. And I said, yes. I could have sat at home. I could have watched HGTV all day and yeah. eaten bonbons and felt yeah. sorry for myself. But, you know, as moms, we teach our kids, you don't make the basket, suck it up and try harder. You don't, mm -hmm. you know, you're, you're down <laughs> on yourself for things, find a different way to do it. Right. Yes. So mm -hmm. what kind of lesson would I be teaching my children if I didn't do the same? So mm -hmm. thankfully, all this was coming together, um, even coming up with the name of the company. I said, all right, it was a family. It was a family discussion around the yeah. table. What are we going to call it? I'd love to name it after my kids. So 
that's the story. So MCSQ, MC squared, as you said, Teresa, is named after my children. So it's uh, Matthew Christian and Michael Conrad. So MC squared, oh. MCSQ. And that's kind of how it started. And we looked at the logos together. We looked yeah. at what is this going to mean? What is that? What does that look like? And to see how excited they are and how proud of me they are two years later, um, the work that I've done to make this happen and create this company after they were both here, actually, when I got the news that I was no longer with the company I was with, that I had been with for 15 years. And they, I remember, I keep jumping around, but I remember the story and telling them I was no longer there. And they just looked at me with these eyes, you know, like, oh, like, it's okay, mama, what are you going to do? Like, how are you? And to be where we are today through this journey together is quite a story. So, I, I mean, I tell people all the time, we teach our children lessons. And for me to be able to teach them this and still be here to talk about it and love it is, is definitely a story as a mom. Wow. I love it. I love your story. And, you know, um, I think we kind of all have some similar stories yeah. during the pandemic and pivoting and what, mm -hmm. what's the next phase going to look like. And, you know, I share my story in some other episodes, but, you know, like I said, I was laid off April, 2020 as well. And, you know, when the pandemic first hit, um, you know, we were told, don't worry, things are going to be fine. We're going to readjust some figures. Yes. We're not getting rid of the team. And less than a month later, we were all called in on a conference and said, okay, we have to yeah. shut down. We have to lay off 90 people from an organization that only had about 130 people. So yeah. they kept only a few yeah. um, to just keep it running during that time. But, mm -hmm. um, but they're rebuilding now too. And, yeah. you know, and, but in the meantime, I've chose a completely different field. And even just yesterday, I saw so many uh, posts of my former colleagues and what they're doing. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I miss you guys so much, yeah. but I so love what I'm doing now. So, you know, it was a great experience I got to go through. I worked um, in hospitality for many years and my previous job was um, eight years with uh, LA Tourism Convention Board, but, and I loved, loved, loved it. But I also love what I'm doing now. And like you said, teaching our kids that there is, um, you know, a way to figure out the plan. There is yeah. a way to pivot. There is a way to develop something like this, you know, and create something from scratch. I mean, a lot of the things that Ariel and I have done and we've talked about on various episodes is, you know, creating something. And yeah, this you whole podcast this. is from scratch and our whole journey, we've documented it through the podcast. That's yeah. kind of been what we've done. And all of a sudden now we actually have a podcast, yeah. a working podcast, <laughs> and now we're pivoting and we're figuring out what we want to do with it now, because yeah. obviously we've figured out how to do it. Yeah. And, and having it's so exciting. We yeah. got to keep it going. Yeah. yeah. Having people on like you, yeah. it's exact. This is like the next step for us. Yes. It's so great. Yes. Interviewing fantastic moms who figured out all sorts of businesses. We really want to highlight what you guys are doing because, um, you know, it's, it, it's, it started with sharing our journey, yeah. but we really want to share the journey of other moms and what they go through and, and the diversity of businesses that, you know, have been created. Yeah. And it seems to me that, and I don't know that we've encountered you, you're an entrepreneurial by circumstance. So this isn't a lot of the people we talk to is like, since I've been young, or I grew up in a family where, or something, but yours just, that wasn't your dream, but it presented itself right in front of you and it, and you opened the door. I mean, this is amazing. And so that's why I think that's what I want to title her, the entrepreneurial by circumstance, because that's <laughs> really pretty fascinating. So, all right, let's hear about your business. Let's hear what you're doing. 
Sure. So I really am helping a lot of companies, primarily startup companies, who maybe don't have a sales staff or business development or marketing, helping them to understand KPI metrics, how to elevate their business, how to come up with processes to better. Is that develop. English? The, the KPI yeah. was that. Not everybody on this podcast. Key performance indicators. Yeah. Can you say, say it one more time? Key performance indicators. So Key KPIs. performance indicators. The metrics of I, I how had they to explain can... to her what a CRM was too. Customer right. relation management yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. system. Yeah. 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 I, I was an opera singer turned yes. voice teacher. Turned, yes. I don't know. So yeah. go on. Yeah. We have all sorts of moms on this Oh show. my gosh. So many acronyms. Um, yes. But really helping companies to excel and and do more with their businesses. Um, as I said earlier, I've done a lot with diversity, equity, inclusion. In my former past life, I did a lot in terms of elevating companies with their diversity mm-hmm. and how to put those initiatives within their culture and DNA. So anything that has to do with diversity and, and making it more an inclusive workplace, mm-hmm. I help companies understand what that looks like and how to build their companies to become what they want to be as an equitable resource for their employees and for their customers. So are you um, creating videos for them and or just like information or how do you do that? It's more like information and also mm-hmm. looking at the structure of their office. So mm-hmm. if everyone around the room looks like you, is that really what you want, right? Yeah. Are you really getting a diversified, um, knowledgeable sense of what you should do to elevate your company if everyone looks the same, everyone speaks the same, everyone comes from the same background. So I come in and help them understand how can we do things differently? How can you do that internally and externally facing? So in turn, if customers see, okay, they get me, they understand my business, they see where we're coming from and understand what's important from a diversity standpoint, Mm -hmm. then that helps them to elevate their business because customers want to do business with companies that understand and get them, if that makes so sense. How, so how did that happen? So you so you were laid off and then you started getting calls from people who knew you. Then how did it turn into this? I mean, this is such a specific thing. So in my previous work life, I did a lot of work elevating our company DEI, diversity, equity, inclusion initiatives okay. to, to elevate our company and what we were doing. And that was my exact job. I was speaking with customers saying, here is what we are doing in this workplace. Here is why you want to do business with us, because we get you, we hear you, we understand you, we are on the same page as you, and we want to elevate our business with customers, diverse customers like you. So a lot of the people that I work with now worked with me in my my past job and understood that the work that I was doing mattered. And the work that I did actually elevated our company. So they wanted to bring me on board to say, Anna, help us do better. Help us to understand how we can make this a part of who we are. So, And there wasn't an issue with the fact that you had been working for Hilton doing that. Now they're asking you to do that. Was there any sort of, it was, there was no problem with that. No, no problems whatsoever. Okay. Yeah. Especially after you're being laid off. No, I know. I just then it's kind of like in the okay, business world. all ties are severed there. Let's move on and figure out how yeah. to how to capitalize on the the work you had sure. been doing. Right. And um, one of the things I do want to point out is that um, you were recently nominated for Smart Meetings, uh, Smart Women in Meetings for 2023, wow. and not a lot of people outside the industry would know what that means. Um, But smart meetings, they really focus on visionaries and industry leaders to entrepreneurs, stellar performers, innovators, rising stars. And, um, 
you know, highlighting them within the within the industry, um, people who have uh, opened doors and created uh, creativity and passion and drive. I mean, these are all the things they look wow. for when they select a, nom- a nominee mm-hmm. for this award. Um, and I actually know a couple past winners myself. And wow. um, what was <laughs> awesome is that you know, I have to say, um, I'm going to just shout out her name, Marilis Croc. I know you know yes. who that person She's is. So amazing. She and I were colleagues on the same exact level. We were doing the same exact job in different regions of our company. And to see what she did inspired me to be like, oh my gosh, she just won an award for this same award and uh, for doing what she does. And she added all these extra things to her curriculum. Uh, she took courses, she did training, she got all these extra titles to the end of her name, CMP and all these mm-hmm. other things that you can add to your, your repertoire and your training for uh, becoming more of an expert in your field. And I have to say, she really inspired me. And so then it was kind of like, well, what do I need to do that I need to like build my repertoire, you yeah. know? And maybe that's part of why I was taking all these extra training classes and things throughout the yeah. time because I, um, she inspired me. So I know you're going to inspire a lot of amazing people as well. Um, but I do want to ask you, um, you know, I did also notice that you are on the board for Ascend Midwest Pan Asian Leaders mm-hmm. and I want to know what that means to you, and if you could tell us also a little bit more about what they do. Sure. So Ascend is a national organization that's really geared towards Pan-Asian American professionals. So really, how do we elevate our community here and then also provide a resource for Asian Pacific Islander professionals to advance their careers, business development, really create a network for all of these people? We're about 8,000 members strong nationwide. And we also have student chapters. We have about 45 student chapters. So really not just focusing on professionals, but also our youth. How do we help the youth today to elevate and come into the business knowing that they can have a mentor, a mentee, or someone they can talk to? So for me, becoming a part of this network was so important. Um, I'm actually a co-vice president of corporate relations and corporate development, which Of course, with our sales background and dealing with clients and customers, that was just an easy transition for me. And I joined this organization because it is an opportunity for us to give back. It is an opportunity for us to really come together and for me to be a part of that on the board. It is a voluntary position, um, so I do give my time to help our community here. Um, And so we've done everything from leadership and development, uh, seminars and sessions to mental health awareness for our community. Mm-hmm. Since the pandemic, there's been an increase of crimes against our community, about yeah. 339% increase in the past two years to the Asian American community. So really talking about what does that look like for mental health? What does that mean? Um, we did a, a workshop in terms of um, self-defense. So how do we now protect ourselves, right, when we're there? Not that we have to, but it gives you peace of mind to know you're strong, you're a warrior. I actually think I saw a news piece on this, on the news about this. I wonder if that was um, your organization teaching uh, self-defense to an Asian community. So I wonder if that- I've got some media highlights there. (laughs) But I mean, it's amazing because you're working on so many levels with the same thing. You're working right now with your regular company in making- a life better for those kids that are going to come up. So you're mm-hmm. you're planting seeds now in the workplace and you're also helping them at a young level. And then you're also as a mother 
teaching your children and your children are learning from what you are doing. And it's like, it, you're making such a beautiful mm-hmm. cycle. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. You know, and that's you. what I wanted to highlight too, is that, you know, even taking on these voluntary um, leadership roles, mm-hmm. you know, you're not making any money doing that, but you have a passion and, you know, you joined it for a reason, whatever that initial reason is, yeah. but you've gained so much um, experience and leadership skills mm-hmm. and connections, yes. community connections mm-hmm. by being part of these organizations. And if anybody out there is listening and you have a passion, you know, if you Google something, there is literally an association for yeah. everything. Yeah. As everything. we know in the meetings and events yes. planning business, 100%. we would get these RFPs from every type of RFPs. association request for proposal from <laughs> All these businesses that were looking to have conventions and meetings, okay, but cool. I mean, it's like association of barbecue, uh, grillers. I mean, no literally, way. literally yes. there is an association, for association, association of bearded Santas, Ariella. Yes, yes, yes. We, I mean, believe me, Anna and yes. I could probably go on the rest of the show and just tell you all these right. titles. I could go for a few more. That's yes. pretty fun. <laughs> but my point is taking on these extra leaderships, uh, voluntary yeah. roles are really really, really important. Um, you know, I've been part of different boards as well, voluntary wise. And, you know, I was part of PCMA, which I know Anna is familiar with. That's Professional Convention Meeting um, Planners Association. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I, I, I just started getting involved in these um, groups that became uh, board positions that became, then I ended up becoming president of that um, association for, for one year, you know, yeah. your, your presidency is one year, but the amount of people that I met and the amount of uh, connections that I made and, and just the, the intricate details of planning uh, what the, uh, what the group is going to do for that year. It was just, um, it was so, so special mm-hmm. and I learned so much from it. So if you can be part of something like that, I highly recommend it. Um, and it can literally be anything. I've also been part of, you know, Toastmasters. I was on that board and I was, I've been a PTA president. Oh my gosh, I forgot about that. <laughs> that was several years. I was secretary yeah. one year. I was president another year. I did a lot of work when my son was in elementary school and then all of a sudden he went to middle school and I showed up for the meetings, but they had it handled. And I was like, I don't have to be part of this anymore. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I've been through that for middle school (laughs) and high school as well. You know, I try to be involved as much as I can, but, um, but uh, Anna, don't you find that, you know, it's amazing that you're doing this and the networking works in so many different ways and it's charitable. And yet it also helps your business, makes you prominent in the community. So people come to you for business It's and it's all a wonderful circle, but there is a time issue. I mean, I remember pre children, I was involved with a lot of things too. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, and, but, you know, for me, I was an opera singer, but I would show up at different conventions, National Association of Teachers of Singing. I, I know acronyms too. NAM <laughs> is a national something for music. I don't know, but I, I, I was in something called Ladies Who Launch for Entrepreneurial Women. And, but, you know, it is hard as a mom to find the time mm-hmm. to do anything extra beyond, especially when we're entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. So can we talk about that life balance um, because, you know, giving of your time freely and being an entrepreneur and spending quality time with your kids and you're paying mm-hmm. for things, but yet you still have to get laundry done, but you know, whether you hire someone or don't wherever you're at with that, but it's, let's hear what you have to say. 
That's a lot. Right. <laughs> it's exhausting even saying it. Yes. And we only probably that. said this much of it. Oh, right. yeah. really go oh, really yes. Right. But everyone here who's listening completely gets it. Let's just totally. um, it's tough. It is tough. And I feel that, you know, I am not the best always at managing everything all at once. No one is. Um, and and I was um, also going through this as a single mom when my kids were younger. So realizing even that stress pre being an entrepreneur and even post being an entrepreneur, Ooh. it's a lot, right? Yeah. Because you want to be everything to everyone. Yeah. That's just what we do. We that's yeah. just that's just and we just do. Let's just <laughs> let's just throw it out there. As women, we just make things happen. And so for me, it really has become time management of all those things. Um, I've always raised my hand and said, there's only so much I could do. So mm -hmm. on my volunteer roles, I will tell them and be very honest to say, I don't have the time to commit to this at this moment, right? And say, mm -hmm. that's okay. And it's yeah. okay to say that. It's okay for me to say, I'm going to take a vacation with my friends, mamacation, as I call it, ladies, Love it. with my friends every mama year. Because we need we plan one? Yeah. <laughs> Can mom and them go on a mamacation? Yeah. Mamacation. Yeah. Because we need that. I need a time to be able to do that. I need a time to go with my partner every January when it's cold and gross in Chicago to go somewhere sunny and get some vitamin C, vitamin D, vitamin, all vitamins in my life. Um, yeah. And to take the time to do that takes you being willing to say it's important enough for me. Um, for me this year, I'm trying to get on the Peloton bike a little bit more oh, and honey, take more time yeah. to do reflections or meditations because mm -hmm. that helps my mind. So I've even blocked it out on my calendar now because I'll never miss a meeting, but why should I miss anything else that's on my calendar? So if it's for me to go on the bike or if it's for me to take a walk or if it's for me to do something for myself, you need a plan for that because it's easy to let everything else first. So you literally so, schedule your exercise time or walk time into your calendar. I will. Yes. Mm -hmm. And that's 100%. really, really smart. That's something I keep thinking of doing yet. I have yet to do it. So mm -hmm. <laughs> you inspired me to do that as yeah. well. Um, but uh, that's amazing. And, and it is true. You know, we have to balance so much as a mom, but you have to balance so much as a business entrepreneur anyways, yeah. even if you weren't a mom. Um, but so this just adds two yeah. levels yeah. of balancing right. that we need to do. Um, but it's it's great that uh, you are able to accomplish so much. And I love the idea that you are scheduling the time that you need because, you know, self um, care, self -care is so important. At this point. It really is. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and honestly, too, sometimes that means I am doing laundry, but I have earbuds in and I'm meditating or I'm listening yeah. to something that I is fulfilling my, you know, my soul. So, um, so it's so important, but, but sometimes you just have to fill them in gaps where we have, um, you know, mommy duties that yeah. we're working on. We can still be doing other things. Yes. So I'd love to hear more about, so you start your company. And so from when you started it to where you are today, if you could take us through some of the steps, some of the wins, uh, your growth, you know, just kind of a little bit of the journey of your company so far. Sure. I mean, I would never have guessed two years ago that I would still be standing here as fulfilled as I am today mm -hmm. um, for both personal and professional life. I, I love that I've been able to spend time with my kids. I mean, how often when we were working for others, were we able to say, I'm going to take you on a road trip for spring break just yeah. because I can. Yeah. I'm going to go with my son to DC because I can do that. Mm -hmm. I may have to take my laptop, 
but I can at least maneuver and figure out ways to do that with my children. I've gotten to know my kids' volleyball teams and soccer teams because I've been able to drive them around. And so I get to know the kids that my that are hanging around my son. And that's yeah. important to me and get to know their parents because I'm sitting on the sidelines cheering my kids on. So I think that's a huge win in terms of my personal yes. fulfillment. Professionally, I've, I've been able to have young women professionals as interns. So I'm helping to advance them oh. in their careers and, and where they want to go in their lives and giving them a platform to play and to learn and to grow that's safe and, and always helping them along the way. Um, I started a nonprofit oh, called uh, NCS. <laughs> oh, yes. I was going to ask you about oh, that. I forgot about See? the yeah. I, did ask, I did see that. So, so I did start a nonprofit. Um, I remember talking to my CPA and she's like, why would you start a nonprofit? Like, what is, you don't even have a penny in your name. Yes. But I said, it was important to me that every minute or every penny that I was able to give back, I will from the start of this company. So <clears throat> I started MCSQ Scholars. And really that is a nonprofit that gives back um, to people who are looking to advance their their passions. So one of our um, mantras at my company is to lead with compassion and live with purpose. Ooh. So my parents um, were the first scholarships that I named after mm -hmm. um, because my dad was an engineer by trade, but his passion was the saxophone and music. He oh. actually went to a college scholarship in the Philippines playing the saxophone. And so the first scholarship was a music scholarship to those because instruments are expensive, uniforms, Absolutely. all of it, right? So if I could even give a little bit back to someone who needs money for that, that's what that scholarship money goes to. My mom is the second scholarship. Um, she was an accountant by trade and she loves to cook. That's just her passion. She cooks and that's how she shows her love, right? So the second scholarship is a culinary scholarship, actually going to someone, again, tools, instruments, all of that's very expensive. So how can we get back to passion is why we started that scholarship. So had it, when you started the nonprofit, I mean, did you like uh, print out pamphlets and make a website and go, how did you, how far did you go with it? Um, we Found actually, somebody on the street, <laughs> like, do you like you to cook? Use it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we, we, so my interns actually helped launch that project for us. They we're great at reaching out to schools, social media platforms, reaching out to um, executive directors at schools or culinary institutes, bands, anything to try to see how can we get more students aware that something like this exists where we can give back to, to communities that are needing it. So that's kind of where it started. And it may be a small percentage that we give back, but everything is something to someone. So that's mm -hmm. why we, we said we would start it. So um, very proud of that. It's amazing. That's awesome. The intern thing is fascinating to yes. me. So, um, cause I've thought about it too, cause you know, especially when you're just starting off, that really could be something that would help both sides because it's hard when you're brand new to pay people to do stuff for you, but you might be really offering experience. And mm -hmm. I was here about this thing that people have interns. So how did you go about it? How do you, how do you get an intern? Like what qualifies you? If you, I bet there's a lot of people out there who could benefit from that information like us Go on. <laughs> Ding, like me. Um, so I started, I, one of my goddaughters actually went to a university in Illinois and I reached out to her because she was in a business sorority. 
And I said, do you happen to know of anyone who would be interested? Because I was looking for someone in communications and marketing to help manage our social media. Because that's, yes. it's a lot, right? To have to do that. So, yes. so is there anyone who is interested in that path who would want to join my team? And she sent out, like they all do now, something on social media to said, hey, anyone interested? And they sent in resumes. And I actually found an intern first that way. Did um, you pay the intern or they start off? Do they get credit for school or how do you do it? So I've had different kinds. So one was a credit for school. So they had to have an internship also in conjunction with a class that they were taking. Mm -hmm. So it was both. And then the other ones have actually been voluntary. And so I said, my commitment to you is to help you learn and grow and develop and build your portfolio that what you want to do when you are done with school. And all I ask is for an hour a week, if that. Oh, that's it. That's it. And what's an the, the length of the commitment? As long as they want. So I've actually had interns with me almost the full length of our existence. So two and a half years. Um, and some are newer. As they graduate or move on to their yeah. careers, we've had new ones come in to help. So it just depends on what they're interested in. So my two interns working on the scholarship program actually are looking to get into philanthropic jobs and opportunities and nonprofit. I said, what a great portfolio for you to build yeah. and what a great cause to give back to. So this is helping them to grow in that space as well. Yeah, you really inspire that's, me. That's brilliant. And you know, it, it just reminds me, there's a lot of things that I've learned throughout the year that, I mean, the years, plural, <laughs> this not year, just this year, throughout my life um, that I've almost forgotten about. Yeah. So, um, so I'm so glad we're having this conversation today because there are places and, and that's a, a fantastic way to to find those interns but yeah. there are places like PCMA who has a student and emerging leaders program mm -hmm. and anytime you need to find volunteers or find interns or people you know within throughout different um, colleges you could even go to places that focus on students because then that taps into those resources and you can you know also put out a job listing or, or an internship that, um, you know, through those organizations as well. So anywhere that you see has student and emerging leaders, you can also piggyback off of what they do and just send out, hey, you know, just send something to them saying, I'm looking for an intern that will, you know, be able to help me with this and they can shoot it off to their network of students. Teresa. So, yeah. But see, I, having that, <laughs> I wasn't even thinking that. Yeah. And there's so much help that we could use really? with momentum. There's a lot yeah. that we've been doing, just yeah. getting this thing launched and started and going and building audience and building um the momentum that yeah, we've already I mean, we're started. We're creating reels and we're editing and we're I mean, we're just doing so much and it's so much to, and so much PR that we have to try and figure right. out, like, how do we make a one sheet and how do we, you know, and, and see so somebody, maybe an some intern of these creative, and, yeah. creative forms that we need to create, you know, whatever yeah. it is that um, we could use some help with. So thank you for that. That was a great, you know, it's interesting because every conversation we have like spurs something yeah. in us. We're like, oh, and that's actually how we even started making or how I started mm -hmm. making reels, reels for yeah. us. I was interviewing someone on my other podcast um, the Talented Magical Mommies Club. And this woman was talking about reels and I, I didn't even know what they were. I didn't even know. And now I make one every day. Mm -hmm. So it's, <laughs> you know, and so now this, this intern thing, this could change the, this mm -hmm. could change the scope of everything for yeah. us. That would yeah. be amazing. It would, and it they would teach me stress, things every day. Stress for Ariella. <laughs> well, I got, we got a lot going on. We what do. did you say, Anna? It could do what? 
I said they teach me things every day as well, yeah. right? Yeah. With technology and how they utilize yeah. platforms. And I challenge them to come back to me with other thoughts. What can we do? What would you do differently? What does that look like? Be creative, learn, grow. You're in a safe place here where I think a lot of companies wouldn't necessarily do that. You have to follow the standards. You have yeah. to, you know, everything's got to be brand where I'm like, go play, just don't mess anything up. Right. What an incredible, <laughs> you must be an incredible boss because you're really yeah. allowing them to flourish and find their own wings. And then you're benefiting from it as well. What in a great, you must be a great parent as well. If you parent the way you boss, this, this seems very good to me. Mom Lead with compassion, right? Lead with compassion yes. and live with purpose. It's, yes. That's why it matters. Yeah. Yeah. We're all about kindness. You know, uh, the two of us, we talk about it a lot. Yeah. It's very important to us to just come from a place of kindness. Mm-hmm. So I, I love hearing that from yes. you. I have one more question, Um, you know, because we kind of touched a lot on this whole meetings and events stuff that you do. Um, But I'm curious, what have you done so far that that ties in the, you know, that aspect of the virtual events and conferences? And how are you tying that into what you're doing now with businesses? Sure. So I've actually helped through the pandemic. It was so hard, right, Teresa, you know, Mm -hmm. a lot of people were managing how do we do virtual? How do we do in person? What does that look like? Are we still doing it? How many people now? So one of my customers that came to me in the beginning said, you've done meetings. Can you help us? So I managed all the virtual executive speakers and, and breakouts, which is a lot, right? Because you have your keynotes, you have your smaller meetings. And so to be able to do that remotely and to help them have one of their most successful conferences was awesome. Yeah, I actually helped a executive leadership women's conference planned their annual conference. It's small and intimate, about 30 executive women, and they really helped them to grow and develop. And I love that, again, tying it all back together, right? Yeah. Helping women, helping executives, being that, ex- that meeting planner for them, mm-hmm. because I understand the language, I understand how it works. So mm-hmm. that's actually tied in really nicely to the events portion and in-person meetings. Um, And I'll tell you, Teresa, too, I've done a lot of task force work. So Ariella, a lot of hotels still don't have the right staffing levels that they used to have, or maybe they have maternity leaves or sick leaves or family leaves. So much is happening right now Mm -hmm. with people's lives. I do a lot of task force support for hotels. So I help connect people that are looking for jobs, find jobs, and hotels that need support find the right people with experience. So it is a beautiful collaboration of talent with people and needs. So mm-hmm. what I love is, especially for moms, um, a lot of them have needed flexibility. Maybe they've had more kids since the pandemic, yeah. or maybe their kids are older and they don't want to work 80 hour weeks, right? In our industry, that's just yeah. kind of what happens. Um, so they've found flexibility working with our team because now they can work remote. They get paid if they're working over 40 hours. They get to spend time with their children. I mean, so many women and men have come to me and said, you don't know what you've done for my life and for my family, because now I have mental health, physical health, financial well-being, all the things that they can still do in an industry they love. So that's just another aspect of sales development and meetings, Teresa, that we've just incorporated into what we do. So Everything that I've done is just very passion and purpose driven. And I love, again, that I could still stand here and say what a journey it's been. And, you know, not that it's been easy. We all know none of this is easy and we learn every day, but to still know that there's purpose and passion in what I do is, has always been the 
compass for me, my North star. So I love it. Yeah. That's awesome. And doing all of that, I'm sure you have a lot of different, um, you know, technology, business software and systems that you use. And that's, that's very yeah. frustrating because we've come across a lot of technology that we've had to do even just to, and it's like, oh my gosh, which one do I use? You know, yeah. doing a virtual meeting and even a hybrid meeting, there's a lot of yeah. stuff that you need to, to pull in to make that happen. Yeah. So how, how do you go about it? What, what's your, you know, tips on finding secrets? the right technology? <laughs> like, tell, me more, tell me more secrets. Um... I know, tips and tricks. I mean, technology, everybody has their own platforms, right? But I think the the biggest part about all of this is being resourceful. I think as moms, and clearly if you're starting your company, you've been resourceful, you have the right tools. So it's not having to take on everything by yourself. So I've learned, do I need to do every invoice by myself? Because I don't have a bookkeeper and how much time does that take for me? So how do I make that a better process? There's so many software Companies already existence, QuickBooks, you know, everything that you can use to help with that process. Um, marketing calendars. So when you are putting together your reels or your information, <laughs> we're trying to get all writing it all down. <laughs> we my interns actually utilize one, but there are calendars out there that you can write down, okay, here's what this is gonna look like. Yeah. And let's put it on paper so that we're not repeating everything every time. Yeah. Come May, it's you know. Asian Pacific Islander Heritage Month. So let's look at how can we now figure out what these celebrations look like and what do your reels look like and how do you- I think we need to go out to eat regularly at all the different (laughs) Asian restaurants in the neighborhood. Yes. So that's that's how I want to celebrate it. But go on, yeah. (laughs) So, I mean, there's so many ways to be resourceful out there and so many different things that you can use without having to spend a lot of money in terms of trying to figure out what that looks like, so- and do you work a lot in social media or, I mean, what are your main, like, are you posting things for people or is it mainly you're reaching out with phone calls or what kind of connections are you making? It's primarily through LinkedIn only because that's a, a major platform for a lot of the services that we provide from sales, yeah. business development, and especially with hospita- hospitality, uh-huh. um, that's pretty much a, a big resource for us. It's fascinating how everybody has their little niche mm-hmm. of what they work in. We've kind of had to do uh, all because, you know, literally mom entrepreneurs can be in every industry. So, uh, so I do have LinkedIn. That's how we connected. And I'm so grateful that you did and reached out. Um, but you know, Ariel is doing TikTok. She's doing Twitter. I don't do those. <laughs> yeah, well, because I I have a company called Voice Lessons to Go, and it's singing lessons on CD. So I'm going after a completely different audience. I've been doing mm-hmm. it for years. Mm-hmm. I I you know, and for the pandemic during the pandemic, I kind of shut down, even though I'd had it going on mm-hmm. for years, and I came back to life. So it's interesting. I didn't change my my um I didn't change my trajectory trajectory I just brought life back into it and I've added some things to it like yeah. this podcast yeah. which is so amazing yeah. you know and I'm doing maybe public speaking now and I'm I'm speaking on podcasts and mm-hmm. I'm just trying to fill it out a little more it's also that mom thing you know there's mm-hmm. a lot to do with that whole mom thing yes yes <laughs> even getting ready for this interview today she was running in the door with <laughs> <laughs> we, need more, we need more milk and eggs. You're not supposed to tell people. It's not, you know, it's not this all beautiful. Inside, this is the behind yeah. the scenes inside scoop. Yeah, it really <laughs> is. How things run, how things work. Yeah, we have to, it's weird because a lot of times I feel as a mom, I have to squeeze in my career as opposed to having a career in, well, I would never squeeze in being a mom, but it's like, there is that like, right. let me just squeeze in my, my career. 
over here for the next half an hour. No, I get it. I get it. I get it too. Yeah. It's, it's a you balance. Right? Everything in. Well, really? You're trying to give them a hundred percent attention to your children that are around you. But then there's this thing, like some, there's that email, there's a thing you got to respond and, but you don't want them to think you're ignoring them. And, mm-hmm. you know, when they're in school, it's one thing, but outside, outside of school hours, it's hard. Yeah. I also have conversations with my kids. Like I have yeah. honest conversations and yeah. I said, especially for us, because they were there at the inception of the company. I said, listen, if this is going to happen, we're going to go on our vacations. I'm going to go with yeah. you on your trips. I'm going to take you to basketball games or whatnot. Then understand my work doesn't stop because I stop. Yeah. So know that when I get home, we need to figure out what this looks like because it's important to me as well. So we have conversations in that mm-hmm. space because they get it. Mm-hmm. Like they yeah. get it because we have talks around the table. They want to know about my customers. They want to know what's happening. We have a quarterly business review around the table um, with my associates. And we talk about what's happening. What does that look like? And they give and chime in on, on advice for my customers too. So it's actually pretty wonderful, but having those conversations with our families and our kids and our partners to say, there's only so much I could do. I need help and raise your hand is important. For sure. Yeah. Um, we just, um, you know, just this morning was listening to the episode that launched this morning yeah. and we was listening to it with my son and, you know, several times I've done that now and he gives us good tips and advice yeah. And, yeah. and I'm like, Hey, that's a good one. Yeah. We'll have to use that, yeah. you know? So it is incorporating them and, uh, and just, you know, letting them know what you're doing because it's going to instill something in them. And then down the road, they're learning, oh, mom did this, you know, um, I could do that too. Yeah. You know? So it, it inspires I think it's them exciting the for them. To, they, it's exciting for them to see yeah. us flourish and, and just yeah. kind of spread our wings a little bit. Yeah. It's like, it, but it is like planting seeds in them now for yeah. something that they can do later. Sure. Yeah. Right. Of course. Awesome. Well, well, thank, thank you, you so, so much, much, Anna. It's been awesome. We've taken lots of notes. Yes. So it's been great talking with you. And um, and I hope our listeners love everything that they heard as well. And, and thank course, you for kicking off Asian American mm-hmm. Heritage Month. Yes. It's so important to us. And we're so happy we did that with mm-hmm. you. And really, let's continue to celebrate diversity. Mm-hmm. And if you have a company or a situation where you need Anna's help, reach out. The links are in the description for how you can get in touch with her. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to tell us your website, you want to say it out loud. Sure. It's yeah. www.mcsqconsulting.com. Named awesome. after her boys. I love that. I yes. love it. It's so great. Well, have a great day in Chicago and we'll be warm here in California. <laughs> and uh, we're real excited to know you and know what you do and be in touch continually. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Absolutely. Anna. Uh, thank you, lady. Bye-bye. Two passionate and busy moms sharing their quest to achieve entrepreneurial success. 